0: Settle up your
1: horses Started out this morning in usual way Hello world, <laughs> welcome to the Robin Walters Show God bless you all. We've got so much to talk about today and cover. Before I forget, though, I just want to say a thank you because I, I don't say this enough. I, I want to thank those people who do support this program financially. I, I know that some people might think that because we changed the name to The Robin Walter Show, it doesn't require financial support. Uh, whether you whether you send us a check to the Robin Walters Show or to Red Sky Radio, it doesn't matter. The overall ministry is Red Sky Radio. The program under that ministry is the Robin Walters Show. Uh, but it's, uh, it's not like giving to the Sean Hannity Show or anything of that sort. 100%. I just need to share this, and I don't share it enough. 100%. Not 98, not 99, not 99.5%. But 100% of contributions go into programming and trying to expand the programming and improve the content. And where we have to buy a piece of equipment, yeah, we buy a piece of equipment. That's not too often. I've got this puppy so lean and mean that um, uh, Fortune 500 companies would be proud of how this business is run. But I just want people to know that we do really appreciate those who financially support this program and that not one single dime lands in my pocket. This is a passion. This is a ministry that God has given me. As long as I can work and make money, I will supplement the shortfall each month for this program. And I do that, and I do it gladly. But it does limit how much we can expand the programming so i i i I guess i'm soliciting funds but most of all i just want to thank the supporters that we do have it means so much to us uh one other quick thing uh the robin walter show uh four words separated by a space that's how you can uh, find this program on podcast. hit that podcast button, or go to rumble.com, type in the Robin, no, Robin Walter show without the word the and no space between the words, and you will get it there. Uh, people who are broadcasting like I do, we are anticipating that there will be uh, restrictions from the uh, international Nazis known as Facebook and Google and so forth in shutting down programming like this because they are uh, uncomfortable with the truth. They get squirmy with the truth. They can't control the world as long as truth is broadcast. And ultimately, they have very little experience with the truth. So I understand why they fear it. But God's Word says that his word is truth. The word of God is truth, and that is something that should never, ever be forgotten. So I want to cover a couple of things right up front, and then we're going to get into our topic of the day, which is the left's obsession with sexual perversion. Uh, There's just no dodging this anymore. The way the stuff is coming down, a couple of things that will probably shock you though it's not intended to do that. It's just to inform you. And what do we do? What we do, what do we do in a world where Sodom and Gomorrah is not over in the Middle East? Sodom and Gomorrah is in Washington DC and in California and in Illinois and New York and Massachusetts, all of them coming to a town near you as soon as they can, and with Christians embarrassingly not having the guts to speak up against this frontal assault by the enemy. Well, before we get to that topic, I want to just touch on a couple of abortion-related things, because Joe Biden is uh, threatening issuing an executive order. They're executive orders, but when they come from Joe, they're an executive order. If Roe v. Wade is flipped, at the time of this broadcast, we still have not heard from the Supreme Court. Interesting, the delay, but uh, they said that it will be out before the end of June, and we are in the second half of June. Uh, So I think there's only two more Wednesdays for that to be released. I think Wednesday is the day that they typically release these opinions, sometimes on a Monday. So we can't be more than a week and a half at the time of this broadcast from that news. We have heard how much violence there's going to be. The DHS keeps contending that uh, the violence is going to be on both sides when there's never been any violence to speak of from the Bible-believing Christian conservatives, pro-life People, It's all come from the anti-life, the 23 firebombings and vandalisms. How does that break down? How, what is the score for those 23 firebombings and vandalisms? Well, the pro-life people have a score of zero. The anti-life people have a score of 23. It's 23 to nothing in the firebombing and vandalism. So should it surprise us that those who hate life so much that they would kill innocent children in the womb, violating Scripture's commandments, Jesus' commandments, and we'll get to another commandment of his about abusing children in a little bit. Should it come as any surprise that all those who are involved in death in the womb at the time of delivery and If legislation passes in California, like Governor Northam uh, champions in Virginia a few years ago to be able to execute children or allow them to die up to 30 days after they're born, that's what's in California's legislature right now. If ye hate life so much, is it any surprise that they're out firebombing and vandalizing churches and pro-life clinics, which are doing nothing wrong? They're just mad. They're just angry people. You know there was an old song some time back about don't sell your saddle. Well, I'm okay selling my saddle, all except one. I'm not anticipating having to cross this country on horseback. But whatever you do, do not sell your guns. Do not sell your ammo. And I got to throw in something else here. Just hit me. When you go buy ammo, never ever use a credit card. No. Don't use a credit card. You may legally possess a firearm that's not registered. There's no record of it, but you legally possess it. Maybe you got it some years ago from a parent or a grandparent. Who knows? But you legally possess a firearm that they don't know about. And let's just suppose you have a 38 and you have a Winchester odd 6 Those are your two things, and they know about that. Because you bought them, you went through the federal firearms check to purchase those. But when you walk into a store and you buy 38 ammo and you use a credit card, they say, oh, well, Mr. Joe Blow here, he must have a 38. We don't have a record of him having 38, but why would he be buying 38 ammo if he didn't have a 38? You do not have to tell everybody what you're doing. But I'm telling you right now, Don't buy ammo with a credit card. It does not need to be traced back to you. They do not need to know. You do not have to apologize for the precautions necessary to protect you, your spouse, your children, other family members, or your property in the event that you are intimidated by what are primarily Christ-hating criminals. (laughs) Let me just put it that way. And ultimately as the Second Amendment was drafted and clearly, clearly supports being able to protect yourself against a tyrannical government, which has been amassing in Washington, D.C. for some time. Ultimately, the real killers, the ones who killed over 90% of innocent lives, are left-wing governments. Just know that. That's why we have a Second Amendment. Okay. Okay. Joey, Joey's executive order. if Roe v. Wade is overturned, he says he's looking at a national health emergency, that he'll declare a national health emergency if Roe v. Wade is flipped to permit doctors to continue abortions in facilities that will allow it, in states where it then has become against the law or, and, to send people and direct people to federal facilities within that state that prohibits abortion so that they can then get abortions under federal law. Now, kind of interesting that there is no health emergency for killing 62 million children in the womb. If there's a health emergency order, it should be shutting down the killing clinics, shutting down the anti-life centers. That's the health emergency. But no, it's not a health national health emergency for women to kill their children in the womb or while they're exiting the womb or, as I said in a couple of states, after they have left the womb. But it is a national health emergency to not allow women to kill their children. Talk about calling evil good and good evil. It also brings up something that I cannot cover. I keep telling you I'm going to revisit the topic, but I'm amassing the information on why states need to leave the Union, why there has to be a secession. Whether it's drag shows, whether it's queer marriage, whether it's no gun rights, or whether it's this kind of crapola from Joey No-Brains Biden, No-Morals Biden, no cojones Biden, to declare national health emergencies allowing people to slaughter their children on federal property within those states. That will soon prohibit it, if in fact Roe v. Wade is flipped. This is how ungodly the left is. And it does relate to the topic and title of this program, the left's obsession with sexual perversion, because there is nothing in any of this stuff about from Joey about being safe, legal, and rare. Remember the Clinton's language, safe, legal, and rare? They don't give a rip about safe. They don't even want to make sure that the abortion clinics are safe for the mothers. They only want to make sure they're unsafe for the children. So, this only points out the need for secession in the sense that those federal bases no longer become federal bases. There are no federal sites. There are no federal tax dollars. You're not paying money to the feds to provide sex change drugs now through the Medicaid program. We are so screwed as a country. If states don't secede... The country is without question toast. Will we have civil war? Well, you know what? This is interesting. Uh, I can't think of her name. Uh, a, a house rep from New York claiming made big news. If Republicans win, where well, there's going to be civil war in this country? They'll be attacking. Well, what has the left been doing? The left has been had declared civil war against conservatives. Facebook has declared civil war. Google has declared civil war. YouTube has declared civil war against everything Christian, everything truthful. Christians are the enemy of the state, even though the domestic terrorists are sitting in Washington, D.C., and in respective governor's mansions around this country. Well, New York Kathy Hochul signs a bill creating a task force to investigate crisis pregnancy centers. They've passed six new abortion laws, six new um, you make them, we scrape 'em, no fetus can beat us laws in the state of New York. They're fine with all the vandalism. The one that they're even posting a vandalism. If abortions aren't safe, then neither are you. Well, they've never been safe for the kids. They're dead. DOA, dead on arrival. We usually apply that to somebody showing up at the emergency room at a hospital. No, it's the kids. They're dead on arrival in this world. But they signed, she signed the Limited Services Pregnancy Center Act. Other states are going to follow this. It says that the, the, a that, uh, task force to conduct study on the unmet, I'm quoting, health and resource needs facing pregnant women in New York and the impact of limited service pregnancy centers on the ability of women to obtain accurate, non-coercive health care information and timely access to a comprehensive range of reproductive and sexual health care services. All that says is sin, sin, and more sin called murder, murder, and murder. So what are the unmet health needs? The pregnancy life centers are not killing babies. They're not telling you you ought to kill babies like planned non-parenthood does. You think planned non-parenthood gives you unbiased information? How much of their resources? Check this out. How much of Planned Parenthood resources are devoted to encouraging adoption? Less than one percent. They're liars. They're deceivers. They're killers. They're murderers. They're from the pit of hell. They're they're not concerned about the violence if Roe v. Wade is overturned, even though the DHS says that because they got to say that because they got to find a way to make good, godly. Christian people, the enemy. There are no unmet health needs at a crisis pregnancy center. There is no coercive health care. That occurs at the planned non-parenthood centers. Actually, at the crisis pregnancy center, they do offer a comprehensive range of reproductive health care services. Because they're interested in people having having reproduced, completing the reproduction. Planned non-parenthood is interested in non-reproduction. The child's conceived, the reproduction is already in process. They're interested in non-reproduction. The, the guy from hell, New York State Senator Brad Holyman, who co-sponsored the bill, says this study will report on unlicensed, often misleading facilities that offer pregnancy-related services but don't provide or refer for comprehensive reproductive health care. These centers are more often interested in pushing their own agenda. Oh, yeah, this is laughable. As though planned non-parenthood doesn't push its agenda, the left doesn't push its agenda. They're more interested in pushing their agenda than doing what's best for their patient's health. Well, wait a second. If they're saving babies... If people emerge from here not killing innocent, unborn human life, whose health are we really talking about? And he goes on to say, and they waste precious time for pregnant people who may consider abortion. You see, the left does not want both sides of the story. The left only succeeds if truth is shut down, if people don't have information. If they can't make informed consent decisions, just like they wouldn't provide that with COVID crapola 19 vaccines, which I could do another three weeks on all the misinformation and disinformation that comes out exclusively from Tony Fauci and his Fauci nieces and the WHO and the CDC, which is nothing but the mother than the other than the communist deception control or something, whatever you want to call it. It's not about our health care, that's for sure. But in New York, New York can't handle the truth. If they could handle the truth, they wouldn't have to shut it down. Just like all the mega tech giants. If they could handle truth, they wouldn't have to shut it down. So they call it misinformation, disinformation. And when they are the perpetrators of the very thing that they are allegedly trying to suppress. well New York, you uh, well you know I don't need to say any more well yes yeah I do have one more thing about this this bill the task force is now also going to require that these limited care pregnancy centers uh, provide patient data and funding information. Yeah. So they're going to look at whether the center that is being investigated, mind you, they haven't done anything wrong other than telling the truth and saving lives, but they're still being investigated. They're going to look at whether the uh, center under investigation is affiliated with a statewide network of crisis pregnancy care centers. And why? So that the investigators can go on to the other places and root out all truth, root out innocent life, root out, the injustice, and the barbarianism of the abortion butchers. Uh, Have I made myself clear, or do I exaggerate? All right, moving on to the topic of the day, the left's obsession with sexual perversion. And we're going to find out how God deals with the obsession with sexual perversion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, a couple of weeks ago, I was in Florida, the great state of Florida. God bless you, Ron DeSantis and you Floridians that are standing up for truth. The state that they were concerned was going purple. They think it's actually becoming redder. I certainly hope so. But while I was there, I am in the midst of reading about the local story. I was in the Tampa Bay area, but the Tampa Bay Rays... Baseball team. They decided to celebrate LGBTQRSTUVWXYZ Pride Month. I don't know why you'd be proudful of debauchery, that which God calls an abomination. Actually, which God calls for the death sentence for those who commit queer sex. God said to execute them. Well, that's what the Bible says. You can't find one place where a godly king in Israel accommodated queer sex. Not one space, not one place, not one time. He says, king Asa drove the sodomites out of the land. But now we're flying the banner every place on government buildings, embassies around the world. Uh, our number one export under Joe Biden is once again sin. Just as it was under Barack Obama, who's probably the man behind the curtain here, with his arm up the back of Joe uh, J- Joe's shirt, uh, tugging on his brain and popping in new batteries as are necessary. But the Tampa Bay Rays, so they got to wear this patch. They got five pitchers who refused to wear the patch. I hope it's their whole bullpen, and the Tampa Bay Rays can just lose every single game. But I have no more love, frankly, for my formerly beloved Detroit Tigers, who on Queer Pride Day celebrated in grandiose fashion, stating that a portion of the ticket proceeds to the Queer Pride Day at Tiger Stadium would go to support sex change operations in children and transitioning puberty blockers you name it goodness sakes Detroit you've sucked for a long time but I've been your big fan praying for you to have a local sports team do this uh, you need to fire them shut down the stadium and send another lo- another, another losing morally losing team to New York. but the Tampa Bay Rays god bless these five pitchers who stood up now the new york times this is interesting this is what the le- this is how the left deals with sin it doesn't except to persecute those who call it sin because the new york times has come out and said that five players who refuse to wear a pro queer patch amounts to an attack on the lgbtqrsuvwxyz agenda and community it's an attack to not wear a patch now this first of all in any other environment violates the first amendment because the first amendment you know prohibits the suppression of free speech, but it also prohibits forced expression. You should not be compelled to say something. And it is why I coined a term 15 years ago on the air, because this started in British Columbia, Canada, where a mayor was chastised and taken up before some human rights council because she would not come out in support of a queer pride parade. They wanted to force her. And I said, I coined an expression 15 years ago that said, we are starting to deal with hate speech, but the day will come, and I'm here to announce it, that we now have not only hate speech, we have hate silence. Hate silence. Merely being quiet and not jumping on some queer bandwagon will land you in the hot water of the sodomites and the trannies who are sodomites as being hateful and being an attack on their right. How can being silent be an attack? We have hate silence now. It's official. What I predicted 15 years ago has happened. It is happening. And here's why they consider it hateful. Because if you don't support what they're doing, they're convicted of their sin. It's pretty simple. Look, by not supporting us, you're attacking us. We're not attacking you any more than the alleged Don't Say Gay bill was an attack on teachers, queer teachers in Florida. That's an attack. That's not an attack. The silence is convicting them of their sin. That's the attack they're sensing. And to deal with their sin, they have to keep pushing their sin further and further, just like abortion. And I said this back when, uh, what, uh, 2004, when California passed their... um, or maybe it was 2002, one of those two dates sticks out in my head, but I can't remember which one it was, when they passed the bill allowing for domestic partnerships among those 62 years old and older. And all the pastors say, well, that doesn't apply to us, who cares what the oldies do with their fists and other parts of their body, who cares? And I said, it will care because this is the camel's nose under the tent. It's actually now the camel's rear end under the tent, but... It's going to expand, and they will not quit. And the reason they won't quit is the same reason the pro aborts can't quit and have to keep extending the sin of murder. They have to keep it going because the minute we actually come to a point that there is a line drawn that says we are now doing wrong, at that point everything up to that point comes into question. So they have to push the sin further and harder and suppress the truth against it so that as long as the sin world in that area and the abortion now relates mostly to just casual sex where some woman gets knocked up, that's 98% of them. It's birth control. It's for sex reasons and sexual sin that they have this push but the minute the train the abortion train or the sodomy train comes to an end and we say it can't go any further guess what if that train stops now it can turn around and start going back the other way they cannot acknowledge the sin So they have to push the sin farther and farther and have children involved so that they feel better about their own sin. Because once you draw the line, you've admitted we've reached a point where we have now got to look at our own actions for what we've been doing all the way up to this point. Don't go away. We're just getting rolled. The
0: Robin Multer Show is a listener-supported program. Your contribution goes to help as many people as possible to hear that the Word of God has answers to help you survive and even thrive in the dark days ahead in this country. We pledge to bring you the critical information you need to make informed decisions in this age where big tech and big media have conspired to rid our country of everything Christian. Please send your support to The Robin Walter Show. P.O. Box 99, Wickenburg, Arizona, 85358. Or, go to robinwalter.net and use PayPal. That's The Robin Walter Show. P.O. Box 99, Wickenburg, Arizona, 85358. Or, robinwalter.net and use PayPal. Thank you.
1: the first 45 i ever bought as a 12 year old cost a dollar man can't believe it but i still got that record as you can tell obviously i still have it so wrapping up this thing about the suppression of people by forcing them to come out and support some queer pride day or, there's or here, what you're going to see. People or businesses who refuse to fly the queer flag. Some have called it a fag flag. That's not the term I use, but that's the term that's being used increasingly. The perversion of God's rainbow. That's what it is. It's a perversion of it. And they will call that hate something. It's going to be hate silence. But they're going to call it an attack. Because you refuse to fly the rainbow flag. huh? Well, those precious people who are only in love. California lawmaker suggested that California have a uh, new law about making Drag Queen 101 part of the K-12 through curriculum in California. He was serious when he said it. But because of the blowback, he's starting to step back from it. But he's introduced it, and he meant it. He absolutely meant it. I mentioned a couple weeks ago, I'm canceling my State Farm. I've canceled two of them. My third one is going to get canceled when it turns over here very shortly. They have gone so far down the path of queer this, queer that, tranny this, tranny that. State Farm hates the Bible, obviously or they're certainly at least ignorant of it, and they somehow think that the big bucks this world are supporting sin, as does Starbucks. But let's add to that those who are now, these are my new additions to my boycott list. I'm getting fewer and fewer places to eat. Taco Bell drag queen shows, Pizza Hut, recommending reading material to kindergartners that promote drag queens as part of its Camp Book it program. Burger King, same thing. They're all owned by Yum. Taco Bell, Pizza Hut, and Burger King, which I'm sort of calling right now Taco Hell, Pizza Smut, and Bugger King. Now, why Bugger King? This is a little interesting thing. You know, people, we say, don't bug me. That actually has a very, very crude origin, which I can't go into detail on the air. The Bible says... It's not, it's, it's not good to even talk about what they do in private. And yet, because it doesn't get talked about at all, people don't think that it exists. And the homosexual movement, which has been in great force for 30 years now, has said there's only one thing, two things you cannot let people talk about. Number one, you cannot let people talk about what we do in private. And number two, we have to find a way to suppress, if not sue, harass, and intimidate those who claimed that they were homosexual and now have been delivered, healed, set free by the blood of Jesus Christ. But with respect to Bugger King, my point here is that the crime of sodomy, a hundred years ago, these were called the laws of buggery. B U G G E R Y. So what we don't realize when we say to somebody, don't bug me, we're actually saying don't sodomize me. And I don't have to go into the details of what constitutes sodomy and all of its ugly, abominable forms. It was it was expansive having come from Sodom and Gomorrah of, of a whole sort an array of of despicable, unhealthy behaviors reflected and performed and proudly proclaimed in Sodom and Gomorrah, where every month on the calendar was Pride Month. So just want to let you know that that's the origin. When you say that, you're actually saying to somebody, don't bug me. You're saying, don't sodomize me. Well, that's why I call it bugger king, because they're putting it out. Now, Worse than those five, State Farm, Starbucks, and a whole bunch of others, you hear Taco Bell, Pizza, Smut, and Burger King, well, is Highlights Magazine. You remember, I remember Highlights Magazine. I mean, this is decades ago. I loved it. finding Finding lost characters in a picture and all sorts of things. It was such a godly magazine. Well, after 2017... The activists on Facebook were ticked off because there wasn't pro-queer propaganda included in Highlights special edition for children that were two years old and under. So they've changed that. Gosh, Highlights, which is now Lowlights, which might be Bottom Lights. Uh, sorry, but that's the way it goes here. Bottom Lights. that they- they started featuring the first thing was a cartoon with a queer male couple. And they have, they've just, you know what? If if you want to read about how awful this is, because I can't share it on the air. If you go read about, uh, M- Michelle Malkin, you know, Michelle Malkin, great lady. Just Google Michelle Malkin highlights magazine, and you will get her article on this, which is going to blow you away. <clears throat> so we're going to teach these kids how to be queer, how good it is to be the opposite sex, as young as three years old, how to gender identify, how to transition. These are kids that can't tie their shoes As Michelle says, can't finish a word search. But, hey, kids, it's time to accelerate your acceptance of toddler cross-dressing, transgender hormone therapy, and two-man love scenes. Next. You know what? I don't think I can even do this one. Postmates rolls out bottom friendly menu for Pride Month. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I I can't discuss this. I don't want to. But consider something here, which I mentioned before out of Leviticus 18. It's the only chapter in the entire Bible which talks about God puking. He does. Because what he is saying there, and I've got to revisit this topic briefly, he's saying if you're engaged in these sexual sins, and he lists, he does list adultery in there. But, but adultery... No one is saying adultery is good, healthy, and natural, and normal, and you should just be doing it your whole life. But come down to incest, come down to queer sex, come down to cross-dressing, come down to bestiality, all of the things that God says, because the nations before you did that, that didn't know better, and now you do it, and you do know better, I'm going to puke you out of Israel for doing that. Pride, 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 pride. Well, ask a knowledgeable Christian, what is the root of all sin? You'll come back to a biblical answer. The answer is pride. Nobody is more prideful and proud of abominable activity than pride people. Like I said, every month was Pride Month in Sodom and Gomorrah, and it's turning into that now. Now, here. Then you have Dana Perino. I don't have any interest in her. There was a time where I at least thought she was attractive, and look at I don't even see that. Not that that was why I watched her, it's because of the Fox runs the LGBTQRSTUVWXYZ Pride Month segment about a teen's training transition surgery. See, Bruce Transgender is old news. They're moving on to little kids because they've got to. There is no gay gene. There is no queer gene. So you have to recruit. You have to screw up these kids early so they're screwed up their whole life and be predisposed to this lifestyle. It's why the Democrats are from hell. It's why they are headed to hell and a a bad, bad place of hell because of Jesus' statement. Yes, hey, it's better to have a millstone tied around your neck and be cast into the depth of the sea a horrible death is better than leading a little one astray because they're going after the young because they got to recruit because there is no queer gene. Dana Perino did that thing with another party. I just I couldn't believe it. And now we get to Nancy No Brains Pelosi. Nancy, who uh, just wants to be on the cutting edge of the race to hell, I guess, and she's sure headed there. People say, how can you say that? Well, I know what she stands for. Could that change? Of course. But if she died today, she'd be going to hell. You know a tree by its fruit. So she shows up at the RuPaul's Drag Race. This is a program that's on VH1. I don't watch VH1. I don't watch MTV. They're both screwed up, corrupt, and I couldn't care less about them. But the program features drag queens. This is Nancy. Quote. It's my honor to be here. After being introduced by RuPaul Andre Charles, super drag queen, quote, Nancy, your freedom of expression of yourselves in drag is what America is all about. This is the Speaker of the House, second in line, well, third, after if if Joe died from a brain lapse, or whatever cause, or if God just gave the, gave the hook to him, and then to Cami Harris, that would bring up Nancy Pelosi as president. This is what Nancy thinks America is all about, is dressing in drag. And she's proud of it, because she's part of pride. They're proud of their debauchery. They're proud of of being abominable, and they have targeted your children, recruiting your children and grandchildren to be part of their love fest. Just like the Michigan Attorney General, can't even think of her name right now, wants to bring drag shows into K-12 public education. Well it's surely certainly, certainly not education. We know it's indoctrination. Let her go ahead and maybe and let the private schools quadruple their enrollment overnight. Let the government schools that suck die. a natural death from sin because sin is always or producing and productive of death. right? The wages of sin is death. This is death, Nancy. You're leading kids into a life of hell, and you're leading you're leading the parade. Then we get down to uh, Ted Lieu, the uh, queer Californian democrat, Of course, that goes without saying, doesn't it? So Yahoo News, which is written by a bunch of yahoos. Uh, they came out with a story that said, Representative Ted Lieu silently schools the GOP on Jesus Christ's comments about homosexuality. Interesting that a queer guy gets an up above the House of Representatives to quote Jesus about homosexuality. I watched the video, and I knew exactly what it was going to be because I had a client seven years ago tell me this a supposed long-term Christian, who said what Ted Lieu did on film. He said, I'd like to quote Jesus Christ's comments about homosexuality. And then he stands there silent for a minute and says nothing. The point being, Jesus didn't say anything about homosexuality, so why are you right-wing, white, national Christian supremacist, I mean, because you even got you—you got black Christians being called white supremacists now and white nationalism. I—it's just ridiculously. It's just so stupid. I, I can't even go into that. But this client came to me six years ago and said, "You know, Rob, Jesus never said anything about homosexuality. Of course, implying that it was okay." And I said to her, "I have two things to say." First of all, um, Jesus didn't say anything himself about dressing and drag or sex change operations. Jesus didn't say anything about incest. Jesus didn't say anything about bestiality. So are you saying, Ms. Client, that incest is fine and bestiality is fine and sex changes are fine and dressing and drag is fine Because Jesus didn't personally say anything about it? Why don't you just flip... You you could flip that argument around, Ted Lou. Hey, Ted, uh, I have to... I want to say what Jesus said. What Jesus said about um, having the Bible taught in public schools. And this is what Jesus said about prayer in public schools. This is what Jesus said about a pledge of allegiance under God, and then just stand there silent. Same point, isn't it? Is it not? Absolutely. Well, obviously that argument is screwed up from Ted Lou's standpoint as it was with the client, but I knew what he was going to say. I knew it was nothing because I've already dealt with this issue. But the other reason they're wrong and Teddy baby is wrong and my client is wrong is because Jesus did say something about all those things. Because what I said to my allegedly Christian client was, you don't believe in the Trinity, do you? Well, of course I do. No, you don't. Because what Jesus said is attributable to the Father and to the Holy Ghost. What the Holy Ghost says, by virtue of the Trinity, is attributable to the Father and the Son. And what the Father says is attributable to Jesus and the Holy Spirit. The three in one. Whatever one says is attributable to the others. So the main reason I'm telling you this is because you're going to hear this more and more because it's now made the news. And they think that it's really cute and it's really popular. like They're really taking them to task. Well, say, first of all, you're wrong. Use the argument that I said. Jesus also did not say anything about dressing and drag. Sex changes, incest, bestiality. So are you implying all those things are Okay. Now, I didn't put in there pedophilia, because I think the verse that I quoted from Matthew about having the millstone tied around in your neck and being cast in the sea does cover that. But cover those things, and then say, well, then Jesus didn't say anything about prayer in school, about Bible reading in school, about the a Pledge of Allegiance, uh, the nation being under God and having a military that's aligned with Christian values. He didn't say anything about having a theocracy. See what they say. And then go to the, this will mean nothing to a non-Christian. But because you've got a bunch of Christian weenies, honestly, with no cojones, they just want to go along with the crowd and get along, they'll probably take the mark of the beast. Then you, with them you use the Trinity argument. Now, I want to tie in something that's happening in Washington, D.C. this weekend, about 200 meetings with Muslims, with the government and their push to make Islamophobia a crime. Uh, uh, It's it's horrible. We have a false religion decidedly having its sights focused on this country. Started in 9-11. Now, what happens when the Muslims run into the queers? That'll be an interesting little uh, street fest. But. To the word of God, Isaiah chapter 10, it says, O Assyrian, this is God speaking, the rod of my anger and the staff in their hand is my indignation. I will send Assyrian against a hypocritical nation, and against the people of my wrath will I give him a charge to take the spoil, to take the prey, and to tread them down like the mire of the streets, how be it He meaneth not so, neither doth his heart think so, but it is in his heart to destroy and cut off nations, not a few. For he says, Are not my princes altogether kings? Is not Calno as Carchemish, and is not Hamath as Arpad? Is not Samaria as Damascus? As my hand has found the kingdoms of the idols, and whose graven images did excel them of Jerusalem and of Samaria, Shall I, not as I have done unto Samaria and her idols, so do to Jerusalem and to her idols? That's Isaiah 10, 5 through 11. What is being said here, what the Lord is saying here is, O Jerusalem, O United States, who knows better, who's done better in the past, but you know better and you've turned away... You not only have, as I read in Leviticus eighteen or reference, become worse than the nations I've thrown out, I will bring a nation against you who is not does not serve me. They serve an idol religion, a pagan religion, a false religion. But they know enough that what you are doing, America is a is worse than than anything they've others uh, they've ever seen. And they're going to come against you for your sins because they can at least identify your sins as worse than their own. This is Islam coming against the United States. You don't get saved in Islam. You don't go to heaven in Islam. But you know what? They do know it's wrong to abort. They know queer sex is wrong. They understand the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, they're wrapped up in a falsehood under Muhammad, but they know enough and God is going to use them, has used them, and is using them to spank his own who have known better, now reject it, and are going to reap what they have sown. Goodness, this country is so lost and buried in the pursuit of sexual licentiousness, which is a form of idolatry. This is this is what's going to this is what's happening. We have been sold to foreigners. Every time God judged Israel, who did he use? He used foreigners. So <clears throat> try to get Muslims saved. But that but don't slow them down in their prosecution of that which is ungodly. Who has stood up against the queer indoctrination in New York City? I'll tell you who it is. It's Orthodox Muslims who know better. You know, back 20 years ago, 9-11, what did they say? America is what? The great Satan. They are more right than ever. Are they wrong? Yes. Are they more right than we are? are we are they more right than the leftists that are running this country? Yes they are. And God is going to use them to spank us. So what do you need to do? What do you need to do? Well, I'm going to tell you what I would do and I feel like it's what you need to do. It's the same thing that I was taught living in California, at the edge of the Los Padres National Forest, where I would run and jog, what would ha- what do you do if you run up against a mountain lion? They're out there. I tried running with a gun. It hurt. That extra pound on one hip, I couldn't believe it. After three miles, I came back with hip pain. But there is something that you need to do because the left are prey. I, I'm sorry, are predators. The left is Satan. Satan is a predator. What I was told, and I've just instilled this in my brain, and I think I could do it because you got no choice, is if you run up against a mountain lion, somebody wants to eat you, kill you, destroy you, is growling, trying to intimidate you. Sound like the left? Sound like Satan? Absolutely. You need to hold your ground. They, you are told to maintain direct eye contact, fierce eye contact. Do not take your eyes off the mountain lion. The mountain lion is a prey. I'm, I'm sorry, is a predator. But we are too. We're out to. We're out to kill the works and destroy the works of the devil. Like the uh, author uh, Kim Meter said, if if you don't act like a prey, you won't be a prey. You got that? If you don't act like a prey, you won't become a prey. Eyes in front run and hunt. Eyes on the side, run and hide. The cat's eyes are in the front, human's eyes are in the front. Satan is trying to intimidate us, scare us. You look him in the face, fierce, direct eye contact. You hold your ground. I was told if you do anything, you start making yourself as big as possible. Bring your arms up above your head. Whatever you do, don't ever, 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 ever Back up. Don't ever, ever, ever run. Don't back up from Satan. Don't run from Satan. He is a pursuer. If you act like the prey, you will become the prey. That's what he wants. If you make any movement at all against a mountain lion, if you're going to make any movement at all with respect to Satan and the demon you move towards them. Not in agreement, but in attack mode. You don't have to rush them, necessarily charge them, but you show that you aren't afraid. You look them straight in the eye. You move forward. You don't run. Don't climb a tree. And then the last thing of all, you conjure up the biggest roar, the loudest voice you can. And you show them that you are the predator that cat the demon crats are the prey you get loud with a word of god you destroy him remember he's just a lion but you work for the lion of judah it's a different lion god bless you all sit tall in the saddle remember you ride for the brand the brand of jesus christ we'll talk to you next week